0: Good morning to a on his dream podcast. I am your idea candidate host, Sunny Aigbe, aka Do People Right. I hear I have a special and amazing guest in the house today. A wonderful woman, entrepreneur, <laughs> a mother, a community leader. I mean a motivator. I can I can name it all and on and on today. We'll not be able to get to the bottom of it. I have Amada Stapleton in the house. I want to thank you for coming to the show.
1: Thank you for inviting me. Thank you. You are Excited. welcome. You are welcome.
0: <laughs> She's amazing. We connected last year. It feels like 10 years already because of the open-mindedness, just because of the genuineness in friendship and yes, stuff like that. And the first day I met you, and I, I communicated that. It's not because I'm trying to kiss the ass or I'm trying to get more business out of it because I already got business out of it. And you are one of the most genuine person among the women. I mean, thank you. Is that because, like, you're present? I say that why you're not there anyway because that's how I feel. I mean, where is that energy coming from?
1: Um, It's more so of me just <clears throat> making sure that I'm aligning and connecting myself with people that bring that out of me, so, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, you was recommended to me by someone that I trust, by someone that I respected. So I knew that when he made that introduction that it would just be amazing um also i feel like your energy is amazing as well mm-hmm. like you bring the positivity out of me like when that. i'm having a crazy day leaving mm-hmm. any session with you it's like my day has been completely turned around so i appreciate that energy
0: i appreciate yeah. you it takes one to know one Absolutely. You know, that's, what, that's <laughs> why we're able to recognize each other i mean you one amazing woman that has so many businesses mm-hmm. when i yeah. When I heard you have that, that and that and that, I thought there were five people running it until I met you. I came oh, to realize it's just one person. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> wow. So you have, you know, Amanda Stapletine uh Stapleton affiliate. What does that mean?
1: So Amanda Stapleton and Affiliates is basically my real estate brand. Okay. Um initially I had a big real estate team, but I pretty much downsized. Okay. So right now it's pretty much me. An agent and um, some employees that I have under me, like admin, transactions coordinator, things like that. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty much all around the realm of me being a real estate agent and okay selling and purchasing real estate.
0: Okay. Did uh, you just focus on the commercial real estate or residential or both?
1: So both. I've never was a type of realtor that said that I wanted to just put myself in a box. Okay. So I really pride myself and really trying to be an expert in multiple markets. Okay. Um, I feel like when you do that and say, I only want to focus on this, I, I feel like you're limiting yourself. So for me, I'm pretty much, um, I have a lot of experience and, Commercial, mm-hmm. um, multifamily, mm-hmm. um, residential, mm-hmm. single families, first-time buyers, seasoned okay. investors. So mm-hmm. I pretty much am diverse when it comes to real estate.
0: I appreciate that. I'm going to dive into that more in mm-hmm. detail. Real estate because that's very crucial right now. Yes. Then you you have two two more other businesses. Uh-huh. You have a hair salon which you name after your daughter. Yes, what a beautiful soul. I have the privilege to meet her and also coach her right after school. Absolutely great character, <laughs> smart. Go to the one of the amazing school, you know. Um, There's it, no doubt that you want the best for her. Absolutely. And your saloon is named after her, Chloe Saloon. You yeah. know. Tell us more about that. But before that, you also have a rich wife society. I mean, I'm so curious about that. Mm-hmm. But before we go there, tell me about about your salon and where it's located. And then I, my daughter is one of your clients. Yeah.
1: Yes, and then she was. <laughs> had Thank that, you had that. Yeah, so oh, of course.
0: I know. It's going to continue. Tell them about salon. So
1: yeah, so mm-hmm. you know what? Back in 2019, mm-hmm. I decided that I wanted to um, create a business that I can pass down to my daughter. When I first came up with the idea, I'm like, okay, I'm going to start this business, and I want this business to actually be the savings account for her college fund. Mm -hmm. Or when she becomes 18, she can actually take over this business and start making money from the business. So that was my initial um, thought process when I I opened up the business. Um, We've been open since, like, 2019. It's a full-service salon, but I just want to make it clear this is really a place where professionals come and they operate their business. True i So I'm, I'm not personally managing any of the stylists, makeup artists. I'm not managing any of them. I'm pretty much providing them the space, the environment to conduct their business. Okay. So I would more so say... I'm I'm not a hundred percent a part of the beauty industry, okay. but I'm but it's more so like the property management real estate aspect of it. Okay, so I'm just there providing the environment, the space for them to come and work. I have no um, dealings with you know their business or them making money.
0: So you're the founder.
1: Correct. I'm the so founder of the space.
0: Okay, the founder. So you pretty much you outsource this space to other providers.
1: Correct. Which, yes. in
0: turn, they, they pay royalty to you
1: mm-hmm. and
0: giving it that business. That's even more powerful. That's, that's powerful. You know, yeah. um, are you guys hiring? Are you guys looking for more um, um, hairstylists right now to provide more services? Are you scaling it? Are you scaling more? Right. The so
1: absolutely. So just so... <clears throat> I am not—none of the stylists there, I consider them as employees. Mm-hmm. They are all business owners, self-employed. Mm-hmm. They create their own prices, mm-hmm. their own schedule, okay. all of that. Um, but I am looking to occupy the space. Okay. I have a few available rooms um, available where I am looking for estheticians and makeup artists okay. um, and hairstylists. So, okay. yes.
0: Oh that's mm-hmm. beautiful and I heard your rate is very reasonable compared to all well, Oh yes that, the rate is pretty good mm-hmm. yeah
1: and it's mm-hmm. a beautiful beautiful space.
0: That's beautiful. That's beautiful. It's great to know. So Wow, I thought I was busy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. There's a lot going there's so, on. <laughs> there's a lot going a lot on. It's so, no surprise that your success rate is shooting it up like a freaking, uh, what's it called, blood diamond. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's good, though. But, okay, let's dive in into the rich wife society. Ooh, what's yes. up with that? You know, Are they all rich? I mean, what is so, it? So let me just mm-hmm. tell
1: you guys the whole meaning behind that, right? Okay. I wanted to create um, a podcast, but not only a podcast, a community Mm -hmm. for women who has the desire to become their best selves. People, uh, women that want to really focus on their mindset, their mental health, um, their financial, they, they want to elevate their awareness of financial literacy, really just taking care of them so they can position themselves to be the quote unquote rich wife. Now what I mean by that is, you know, I know the normal fairy tale is find the rich husband and the woman, you just finding a rich husband. True but that. in my case, the rich wife is going to meet the rich husband. True. That. And in order for you to become a rich wife, you have to focus on mindset, mental uh-huh. health, and your own financials. Okay. So I want to create more awareness of making women tap into themselves to become them best selves and just helping them with their confidence. So that is what rich wife. So rich wife loading. I am a rich wife loading. I am in the process of becoming the woman that I've always aspired to be. But I also have the desire to be a wife. I want to bring back the idea of marriage. I think in today's society, we kind of is getting away from that in a way. You know, having a union, having a partner where you can actually build a life, build a business, build wealth with. I think that. That has kind of, you know, a lot of people are getting away from that. Everybody is just looking to become, you know, wealthy and just all these different things. But no one is talking about having a union anymore with a partner. That's a great
0: question. So now that takes me to that. I'm going to have to like skip the next question and ask you that and go back to that. So. Talking about union, family, uh, that quality. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you're right. Everyone is shying away from that right now because of the responsibility that it takes. You have to be responsible to be able to maintain a family union. Yes, There are standards that you follow to be able to you know, experience that quality. Mm-hmm. I mean, many people do not want to attain those standards. They don't they don't want to, but they want the benefit that comes with it. Mm-hmm. So what do you think, what are the what should a woman do to be able to position themselves to be a quality of a person for a man to approach? What what's the idea, candidate, here? What are the what are we looking at? What should a man be looking at for in a woman? Because I can tell you what a man should be how he should be positioned for him to be, you know, attracted to a woman. I know the quality. I know who I want to be for me to be well positioned for a woman to say yes. I want to settle down for this with this man to make a future. So, what should we be looking for in a woman? What are those quality?
1: Um. So I just want to make sure I understand the question. Mm-hmm. I can't really tell you what the, what a man should be looking for, but I think that. I don't know. For me, I think when a woman is focused on herself... How are you
0: positioning yourself as a as a great woman to be attractive to a man?
1: Mm-hmm. So, working on me. I think working on yourself, your health, your fitness, your mindset, and continuing to have gratitude, I think with that type of mentality, you will attract your person. That's right. I don't think that you have to do all of these crazy things to... Become attractive to a man. I, I think for my from just just me personally, I think that a woman that's trying to do all of these things just for a man, I think that a union becomes harder okay. for her because okay. you're doing all these things for a man where you should be doing these things for yourself. Uh-huh. I think a man appreciates and respects a woman that is. Taking care of herself, taking care of her um mindset, her mm. mental health, her body, mm-hmm. cares about her fitness, has morals, has integrity, her I think the too. right? Mm-hmm. And her finances. Mm-hmm. I think the a quality man, because let's let's not, you know, play games here. True that. All men are not quality men. All women are, are not, not quality, quality women. women yeah. But we have the potential to be that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for a woman like me, I think focusing on My core values and things that make me, you know, become my best self will attract that partner that has similar goals. I understand.
0: And you can continue to demonstrate those values on Mm -hmm. a daily basis without trying to be someone else. Just be yourself. Correct. You know, develop yourself. Create a great mindset, you know, demonstrate that, you know, show the people. Mm -hmm. You don't even need to show the people, but just live it. Yes. And if yes. you live it and if it's attracting enough, the right person will come find you. So this is why a lot of people are having a you know a hard time being themselves, you know, focusing themselves. So they thought that in order to attract a man, you have to <laughs> focus on the man. Eventually who take you take the are.
1: focus off the man <laughs> and put the know, focus know, yourself. on yourself. And that's just like with a man. I think it works I for like both that. genders. Yeah. Like as a man, when you are focused on just becoming this extraordinary person for yourself, you're going to attract an extraordinary woman. I feel like for a woman, it's the same thing. I don't think that we have to be so focused on a man or a man being so focused on a woman, your person will come find
0: you. Amen. So it's that simple. Focus on focus on yourself mm-hmm. through your mind, mental well-being, your yes. finances, yes. your personality, because there's some worse personality out there that would deprive the right man for coming out, approaching you. I'm telling you, Um, she said it. She's a woman. That's <laughs> from the from the mouth of a woman to another woman. So yes. you heard her, you know, be yourself. Do the best you can for you to be able to be attracted to the person that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Let's dive into real estate real quick. Okay. you know um, the market has been crazy. Mm-hmm. Many people are scared to buy and many people are scared to invest and yet there's there's hope and I see a lot of the video that you post giving hope to the people and yes. it, what guidance yes. you have for the masses right for the audience who are looking at watching right now mm-hmm. in the real estate sector people want to buy. People don't want to buy. Everyone is confused. It's been three, four it's years everyone's now. Everyone's confused, Yes. For sure. So can you elaborate on that, just kind of like reduce your fear and just advise them based on your you know, expertise? So
1: I'll <laughs> just say this. You have to really figure out what your goal is, right? Mm. I think that, and I use this analogy all the time. I work with so many seasoned investors, and I'll just call them buyers, these people, they're actively buying um, quite a few properties a quarter. One thing I will say with working with, um, you know, people that's been in the business for 15, 20 years that actively do this, I've never heard them once say, this is not a good time to buy. Mm-hmm. These are people that's been doing this since 2007, 2008, when the market crashed. Of course, when the market crashed, I was in elementary. But, you know, I'm working with these people, and even when the market crashed, they still never felt like this is not a good time to buy because they-, they have a business model or they have a goal in mind, and, you know, they understand that real estate is a forever-changing thing. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, real estate is not its not going to be the same Every six months. Honestly, I think real estate is changing every three months, every six months, every year, every quarter. So you have to be ready to adapt with the changes and you have to understand your goal. As a first-time buyer... Is your goal truly to buy a home, own a home, you know, provide a place for your family? If that is your goal, then you should not allow anything to get in the way of that goal. I always tell people everything that comes up must come down. True that. And even with the interest rates now. Right. I want to say there was a point in time where the rates were 75 to 8%. I've honestly seen rates at 6.75%. Mm-hmm. So rates have gotten a lot better, but also at the same time, you have to understand what your goal is. Once you understand that, then you would have an idea on how you should move. But I think waiting is the worst thing a person can do because everybody that i ever seen that has this idea to wait, they always end up paying for it in some way, whether they're paying for it in price, whether they're paying for it in a rate. So Waiting is never an option. Like even for me right now as an active investor, I'm actively looking for deals. And deals are still coming about. It just it may be a little tougher mm-hmm. in today's time, but there are still deals out there.
0: There are deals. Even yes. when people are suffering, people are still eating. People so, are still eating. So people are still yes. eating. Yes. So find what works for you. Is that what you're saying? Find what, what works for you. Look for the better deal. And uh, they can consult you. If someone is confused about what to do in those sectors, they can consult you. Like, they can reach out to you. Absolutely. You know? uh-huh. um, but
1: not even just find what works for you. Understand truly what your goal is. Okay. Because if your goal, like owning real estate, is not a temporary thing. Mm. Uh, FHA mortgages for 30 years. So if you're making a decision based off of, you know, you're going to have this property for 30 years. There's so much more opportunity that will be available between now and the 30 years of owning that property, mm-hmm. like refinancing your home mm-hmm. in case the rates do go down. Mm-hmm. So it's it's all about understanding what your goal is.
0: Appreciate yeah. that. Thank you so much. Then diving into the next question, you are so amazing. Um Just, okay, as a single woman, mm-hmm. single mom, mm-hmm. you know, you have a... You know, young uh, teenager. I mean, she's a teenager. No, Is that she's what? not a
1: teenager yet. She's, yes. she's um, about to be eleven.
0: About to be eleven. Soon
1: to be <laughs> a younger,
0: Soon to be. You know, and they say as they grow and the, the challenges become even worse, mm-hmm. but for good. Yes. Uh-huh. So how how do you balance? Okay, you have you run multiple businesses, and uh, how do you balance your lifestyle? Because you got to drop off the ch- your baby at school. You got to attend to a client. You got to attend to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you balance yourself? Daily, mm-hmm. you know, because many people are struggling out there. Here you are, well refined, well put together, everything in order, and you mm-hmm. are running multiple businesses. What is it? What's the secret sauce here?
1: So let me start by saying this: I think every entrepreneur should have the end goal in mind to be able to run a sustainable enough business to be able to hire employees to assist them with delegating. Mm-hmm. Um, In today's time, I'm seeing too many entrepreneurs that's um, playing every single role in their business and it's really not sustainable. I actually did that, I want to say, the first five to six years in business. I was hitting it hard. I was making a lot of money. But still, it's it's very—it's impossible to scale your business. It's impossible to— go to the next level when you're playing every single role in your business. So my advice to a lot of entrepreneurs who have families or who just want to be a little bit more present in their personal life, prepare yourself and work hard so you can have people to assist you with delegating. You're, you're going. In my opinion, you will continue to hit a plateau if you're trying to play every position in your business. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, um, I would say... Hiring people has absolutely helped me gain my time back. Um, That time that I have back, I'm spending that with my family, my daughter, um, things that I like to do. That's so, and I never understood how important that was for me. So having people in position to, you know, play different roles in my business has absolutely helped me um, be more present in my daughter's life.
0: I love that. You know, great insight. How about your mental well-being? How do you balance that?
1: Working out. <laughs> therapy. I love um, it. I got to get back going with science, But, it um, you know, working out and um, being, like, journaling, saying my affirmations and therapy. Listen. I want, and you know, listen. Listen. <laughs>
0: I should like, listen. Listen. La, 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 listen.
1: I highly, <laughs> highly recommend, okay, everyone to get a therapist, especially my entrepreneurs out there, especially my um my corporate, um women and men, I advise everyone to get a therapist. Um I don't know what the I like what's the bad stigma about having a therapy. It
0: is. I think it's signs of weakness. And and also for men, men think that when you go to therapy it defines you to be a weak person. It's that uh, it should be the other way around. It's gonna help you overcome some challenges absolutely and i think the problem with people refusing therapeutic methods is the fact that eth- eth- you know culturally some people don't believe in it mm-hmm. you know uh, you look at in, when you look at from demographic white folks do more therapeutic stuff mm-hmm. than black folks i don't mm-hmm. think it's something that was actually introduced to us in over, you know, on time until recently. It was not available. Those services were not available. Because for you to subscribe and pay for those services, you have to have a lot of money. Right. That's how right. they're viewing it. Mm-hmm. You know? So I'll give it back to you. So therapy is good. Health and wellness is good. Mm-hmm. And most of these entities of which you are utilizing to feel good most of them are not that quite expensive if you compare to how much you spend on excess food that we don't need and alcohol and other that drugs that keeps us going.
1: Exactly, exactly. You can
0: flip it. You can just look at it. You know? And a
1: lot of people yeah. do not know that even if you do not have the best health insurance, I've mm-hmm. seen this online, mm-hmm. um, a lot of state insurance will pay for, for therapy, your for even you, for physical fitness, yeah, it's for fitness, mm-hmm. yeah, it, yeah. For, um, mm-hmm. fitness as well. Doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's more so of just educating yourself. But people really don't understand the power of making sure your mental well being is it's checked, taken care of, especially yeah. when you're out here trying to get the bag. True that. You're out here trying to be this top producer, this top entrepreneur. You have to you're take care to just of yourself. Be the best mm-hmm. of the best, you have, you have, to, have to take, take care, care of yourself,
0: yourself. mentally and yes. physically. Yes. You know, emotionally, because that thing will get to you. The stress that comes from trying to be good, trying to be a superstar, the stress that comes from it. It's heavy, it's and if heavy, you put yes. it aside and I keep putting, so "Oh well, I'm strong." Over time, that thing's gonna catch up with you, and when it hits, it will take you down. And everything you think that you saved, you're gonna pour into mm-hmm. the hospital. Mm-hmm. This doctor, you will pay. You're gonna have to pay out. But I think uh, we can uh, quite take care of ourselves while on the go. Do it on the go. Wake up in the morning, have a self-schedule, and work out. Even if you don't hire a personal trainer like myself. You know, I'm a health coach. If you cannot afford to hire me, you can do it for yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, jumping jack, push-ups, eat your food, eat clean. You know, just maintain that routine every day. In 30 days, you see, you start feeling well because there are so many health benefits in working out and people don't know. And it's even better than going to the hospital. So many health benefits. Your cholesterol is reduced, your stress is reduced because each time you exercise, you're releasing endorphin. Endorphin is that chemical in your body that creates stress. And when you release that, you feel free again. It's better than you hitting that weed. It's better than you drinking the alcohol because exactly. everyone is looking for freedom <laughs> from everything that we do alcohol, weed, sex, and everything. it makes you feel isn't it fitness. But
1: it's a temporary, <laughs> temporary release. For,
0: yes. Yeah, true alcohol is temporary. Yes. True sex is temporary. Mm. True weed you is temporary. Have to deal with that. Exactly. Appetite. You gotta do it with emotion. But if you take all that energy to the gym and just work out, that's a freedom that no one is gonna challenge you from. Yes. You gave yourself that freedom. No one is gonna tell you, well, um, I slept with you yesterday, to make you feel good. Night mm-hmm. time to pay. How come I didn't hear from you? See, you gotta cut all that drama, come to the gym and cut the drama and live your life free, help right.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> i no, That's
0: still so, <laughs> so good oh deep, though. So Where's the last day? You no, know, you don't know what happened the day before. I said, so I make you feel good now. You can't call me, but the gym will not do that to you.
1: <laughs> the gym will not. So,
0: do So, <laughs> <laughs> indirectly telling them, come to Sunny Begin, and I will show you how to set up your health and wellness. Go, yes. you know, back to you, back to you. All right, <laughs> okay, <laughs> back to you. My question now to you is that you're so amazing. It's good to always get along with people, yes. so that you can flow. <laughs> You're making me flow, so I'm on top of the world right now because uh, you're yeah. present. Yeah, Having a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my question is this. What impact do you hope to create in your community from all the entities that you're creating? What mm-hmm. impact?
1: I would say the biggest goal is to bring the awareness and the knowledge to my community on the power of financial literacy, credit, Um, and mental health, that is the impact. And I want to be an example, and I want to walk in leadership and show them, you know, by example, that this is what you could do, this is where I started, Mm -hmm. you know, and you too can do it. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I have a task, you know, that God has put on me Mm -hmm. to really be a walking example of what a woman in leadership looks like, mm-hmm. you know, what a woman of power looks like. And I and I hold myself accountable For every that. single day mm-hmm. to make sure that I am displaying nothing but that. Mm-hmm. But really just to bring hope again back to the culture because you know, so it, it's so easy to get lost in today's society with the idea of how things supposed to be versus really prioritizing having assets, mm-hmm. you know, owning real estate, investing, making sure your credit is good, making sure that you're creating generational wealth for your kids' kids. So that's the impact that I want to leave.
0: Hey, with. you also, you know, motivating those uh, young uh, women, especially yes. like the women. Yes. So if you look at it, believe it or not, you feel like, I mean, don't get me wrong. You like minority from all angle. Mm-hmm. You are an African American woman. You are a woman, mm-hmm. and you are a woman. And nine out of ten, you the men gonna have upper hand before the women, whether they believe it or not. And how how what do you have to tell? Because some some women wants to start, especially African American women, mm-hmm. minority. They want to start. You are a, a walking example of success as a woman. Thank you. But yeah, thank you. But they wanna start, they're afraid because of the rejection. There's so many rejections. The moment you even think of doing it or someone just shoot shoot you down, they say, nah, you're not. Mm-hmm. Either knowingly or unknowingly, either directly or indirectly. Right. Yeah. Well how can you convince convince other women out there, African American women or mm-hmm. African black women out there to get over it and come out and do it. How can what what do you have to <clears throat> say to them?
1: I will say this: Imposter syndrome is real. Mm-hmm. Okay, you feeling as if you're not good enough, you're not educated enough, you're not experienced enough. I think men and women go through that. True that. And I am a example of when I first got into the real estate industry, I knew nothing. Mm-hmm. I had no parents in the business. I had no family in the business. Who helped I you? I knew absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just. It, it was literally. I will just say heaven sent that I made a connection with the realtor. And all this realtor did, this realtor didn't mentor me. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying this to be negative. I'm just letting you know that sometimes all it takes is just an opportunity. Okay. You know, she didn't mentor me. She didn't give me a pep talk. All she did was slip me a phone number. OK.
0: Start calling. And, Let's go. Right.
1: She gave me a phone number <laughs> yeah. and that phone number I called. I was very persistent and mm-hmm. I got their interview and I never looked back. OK. I think that most people need to understand you don't need all of these heavy credentials and all of this experience to get started for you to and show whatever up. it mm-hmm. is that you want to do. I was reading something on Instagram and someone posted something like, you know, it was a questionnaire they asked do you think that learning constantly learning things you know about a business that you're trying to get into do you feel like is making you procrastinate on getting started because the more you're learning you, you know you're starting to feel like you're not educated enough or experienced enough and basically the point was Stop, you know, doing all the research, research, and just get started.
0: Get started, yeah, and learn on the way. Over
1: researcher, know, just Mm -hmm. get started. Mm -hmm. Like you can take in all of this information, and and sometimes I am a victim of it too. Taking all this taking in all this information, reading all these different books sometimes can really delay you because you know, you'll start to think like, Man, this is so much, so much to learn, so much I gotta do. Maybe I'm not as ready as I thought. True that. But maybe I don't know as much as I thought. Get rid of that and just get started and you will learn along the way.
0: I like the best advice yeah. ever. Best advice Thank you. ever. Because uh, Fear is a killer of joy. Fear is a killer of progress. Sure. Fear is a killer. And the reason why many people are not starting is the different kind of fear. Mm-hmm. There are so many kinds of fear. Failure, rejection, not getting the resources, not being able to run the business, not being able to, oh, am I going to succeed? Fear, 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 fear. Same thing, same reason why a lot of people will not start. Mm-hmm. Same reason why some people fail. Fear. Because, yes. I
1: have to say, mm-hmm. don't be afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. I used to be so afraid to fail where I'm like, oh my God, if I fail, this may be the end. Mm-hmm. And what I have realized, you know, just maturing and just with age and time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: all of my failures have shaped me to, to become who you become are today. Yeah. At whatever, you know, better, so stronger, smarter. Be- be more afraid of not trying
0: and failing. But that's wow. the biggest disaster for yeah. not starting because guess what? You will eventually regret it. And then Absolutely. It, will be, it will be too late when you're in your 80s. I mean, yeah. Then I've seen a lot of rejection. I mean, uh, people who are regretful of not starting in the beginning, and they're just regretful. Mm-hmm. You know? And and I bring them to talk about it and motivate other young start to start. Absolutely. And it's never too late. At 50, you can start. Even mm-hmm. 60. Mm-hmm. Even 70, you can run a business. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I really want to thank you. One of my questions. Here's one major question I want to ask you. In all these running around, in all these achievement, in all this struggle, what would you say is your biggest challenge since you started your business? It's been 11 years old now. It's been 11 years, mm-hmm. and uh, congratulations. So, what Thank has you. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, what has been your biggest challenge, and why, and how did you resolve it?
1: I would say the biggest challenge has been, as you continue to grow in business, you have to be ready to pivot. True that. And it's so easy to keep doing the same thing that you've been doing because you've mastered it. It's easy to you. But trying new things in business, trying different business ventures, trying new styles in the way of marketing and different things like that, it was a challenge for me because, like I said, when you're so used to doing things a certain way, why make a change to something that's not broken? You know, but times are constantly changing and you have to be ready to change with the times. You have to be ready to pivot. So I would say my biggest challenge is was um, not really wanting to make a change, you know, and, and not really wanting to take that leap of faith when it comes to doing new things in business like being in business for 11 years watch like it, why would i change up anything mm-hmm. true that. but now i'm like okay always is definitely not going to open new doors mm-hmm. you know like you have to be ready to just do something different so you can go to that next level
0: so yeah. how did you overcome that how what makes you want to change
1: feeling feeling you know constantly Trying to do things the way that I've been doing it, and I'm like, I'm constantly hitting the ceiling.
0: I remember I'm constantly
1: that constantly hitting the ceiling. Okay. What is happening here? Why am I not seeing the growth? And it's like you're not seeing the growth because it's time to pivot. Pivot. And change the direction. Yeah. Against the change. Mm. So I would say
0: change is hard, though.
1: Change is hard, and it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't think nobody enjoys being out of their comfort zone. The process
0: is so hard. But,
1: um, you know, failing, not getting the results I want, I just had a real heart-to-heart with myself. Okay. You know, what do you really want? Where do you really see yourself? And if you're really trying to obtain the goals that you want for the next five to ten years, you have to make necessary changes. They may be scary. You know, it may be uncomfortable. But it's necessary for your growth. You've done so many things over the last 11 years. You took so many um, leap of faith and so many risks in your business. Why stop taking risks now? Mm -hmm. I think a lot of business owners, they feel like once they hit a certain level of success, they stop taking risks. Mm -hmm. You have to continue to be a risk taker in your business.
0: You have to keep growing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. keep
1: growing. -hmm.
0: I like that. Thank you so much. That's a huge insight that people need to know. And again, it's kind of like bringing us back to fear, 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 fear of change, fear of change, fear of what's next, Mm -hmm. fear of like, okay, if I make this, if I pivot this way, what's next? Right. You know, how about you just don't worry about what's next? You know, that's the risk you're taking about.
1: I like that. Don't worry about what's next. Yeah. Yeah. Thank
0: you. Don't worry about what's next. Take the risk and find out what's next because what's next next could be better, might be. Probably better than what you've ever experienced. Exactly. But if you don't take the risk, you might not be able to have the chance to figure it out, Mm -hmm. to witness what's next. So I like that. I like that. I like that. So tell me, where can people find you?
1: Absolutely. They can find (laughs) me on Instagram, Amanda Stapleton underscore. You can find me on YouTube, Rich Wife Podcast, or you can just simply type in Amanda Stapleton. You can find me on Facebook, Mm -hmm. Amanda Stapleton Real Estate. You can find me on TikTok, um, Amanda Stapleton underscore underscore. I'm on all social media outlets. I feel like once you found me on Instagram, you will find me everywhere else. My website, if you are looking to inquire about real estate services, whether you're looking to purchase, invest, or sell real estate, AmandaStapleton.com. I am always taking new clients. And, of course, I want to service you in all of your real estate needs.
0: So. That's, that's beautiful. I like that. She's so viable. You are viable. Reliable. You are, thank you. <laughs> I love it. Reliable. I love it. So my question is this. Here's on that question before we round up. Um, what... What advice do you have for those young women out there Guess. from all race? Mm-hmm. Black, white, Hispanic, like Jewish, brown, whatever yeah. color you think you are. What advice do you have for women right there? They're serious. I mean, they're confused. Many mm-hmm. will never be able to attain your level, might not even, even get close to it. They're confused.
1: My biggest advice to a lot of young women out here is that lock in with yourself and and figure out where you see yourself in the next 5 to 10 years of your life. Mm. Do not allow social media to make you feel like you're not good enough. Mm. Because I hate to break the news, but a lot of things on social media is not real. It's not real. It's not real. It's definitely, um, how can I say this? You know, they, they put a little extra sparkle on the things that they say and do on social media, and don't get too caught up in that hype. Focus on you, get your assets, figure out what you want to do, mm-hmm. and focus in on that, and you're going to be so much more ahead.
0: That's amazing, because you're talking about that social media thing. That social media lifestyle has taken over, and it's really destroyed so many people. It's and making they, people you know, lose hope. It's, it's making make...
1: people... Think that you they're not—they're
0: not getting ahead. They're making them think that the social and so person is better than them. Meanwhile, so some person is showing right. something that's right. not real, like you said. Not the well. life that's not real. That's why they call it social media. It's not a real lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I hope uh, you listen right now. You don't get caught up in that lifestyle, you know. Listen, listen. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. Listen, listen. <laughs> you know. Just like figure out, like Amanda matter said, figure out what works for you. Yes. You know, first of yes. all, check who you are. Mm-hmm. Why not? You spend at least a year to figure out who you truly are yes. and see what works for you instead of looking at what Mr. B and Mr. A is doing because who they are is not who you are. The day you were born, God gave you a gift for you to be able to be yourself. And if you're not looking at what someone else is doing, now, you're fulfilling your gift and you're not developing it Absolutely. for you to be able to become who you want to be. So if you're out there still look thinking that the life on social media, I'm not saying it's not uh, social media is a bad tool. It's, not. it's a tool to help you. It depends on what you're doing in mm-hmm. out there, depends on what you what you what you're feeding yourself in it, because you will get fed yes. regardless, yes. but depending on what you're eating. All right. So this is, we're going to leave it out there. I want to say thank you for coming to this Absolutely. show. This is one of the amazing episodes that we have produced, and I know the audience cannot wait to hear from you. Yes. This is how we live it. If you are there right now and you know that you are born of a woman and You know that you're born of a woman. That means God gave you a gift the Mm -hmm. day you were born. Find out what that gift is. Develop that gift and use it to bless yourself and the people. And if you're not investing in others, you're truly not living a true life. Because for giving feels better than receiving. Practice act of kindness and be good and genuine and gentle with yourself. For doing that, you will feel good, and when you feel good, you treat people good. Have a great day, and thank you so much.